Hello, and welcome to This Isn't a Debate, where lasagna noodles reign supreme. Tonight, we talk about Lords of Mayhem, Wilson Lords of Mayhem, going on bloody trails. Uh, with me, as usual, is Cody and Audio. Some basic background about this game, Wilson Lords of Mayhem, is that it was developed and published by Wilson Studio. They are an indie studio, sporting a little over 60 developers. And as we can all guess, this is their first title, hence why it shares the name with the studio. Uh, the game itself sported two composers, Jean-Gabriel uh, Jean Reynaud and Cedric uh, Baravaglio. As an American, I apologize because both of those names are either... One of them's French. I think Cedric might be Italian because of the way G's work in Italian. Um, so if I butchered those names, I do apologize. Am Philistine. Uh, the engine that the game was written in, which is actually one of the selling points of the game, is CryEngine 4. If you don't know anything about uh, video game engines, CryEngine is kind of like one of those that's up there for being one of the prettiest fucking things out there. Uh, its name comes from the game Crisis, as that was the flagship game using that engine. Uh, it's kind of Unreal Engine's only real competitor, I feel like, but they're, uh, I feel like CryEngine's prettier. They're both coded in C++. Anyways, we're getting in the weeds about it. The release date of this game, it was February 13th, 2020. We just entered their 12th month of release and we are coming up on their year anniversary. Um, however, the game was in development for, I guess, about like five years, six years, something like that. It definitely experienced some development hell uh, to the point of where they had to scrap their original idea as far as like skills and stuff went and completely overhauled it into what you see today. So, gentlemen, I will uh, ask our very first question, as always. Did you like it? Why or why not? Sorry, I'm still hung up on the bloody trails thing. I'm just trying to... Well, you know, because they call this, like, <laughs> chapter, season, whatever the hell they want to call this. Because, like, this is actually a point that I have. Uh, but it's called blood trail, yeah. right? But, like, what th this is... Whatever this is, and the fact that we don't know what it is, is, like, one of the points I want to talk about eventually. But uh, before we get there, let's talk about whether or not y'all liked it. I yeah. thought it was called blood trial. So I learned it something is, just now. It is the blood trial. No, it is not. It is a blood trail. I'm no, literally blood looking trail. at it right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Well, I'm and dyslexic, so why don't you get off this dick? Okay. So No, yeah, I, I like clearly it. I misread it as well. I, was say, I thought it was so, blood trial when I first started playing too. So makes sense. So um okay, so cause like blood trail, right? That makes more sense because of the hunt feature. Whatever, I'm sure we'll talk right. about it. Did I like the game? Uh yeah, I like the game. Um everybody that uh knows me knows that ARPGs are really tough for me to get into. And the reason being is because I am completely spoiled on that Diablo life. Diablo 1, Diablo 2, eh, Diablo 3 can kind of go shit itself. But Diablo 2, I play Diablo 2 many, many hours a day, every single day for a very, very long time. Um, and like, I, I just have a really soft spot for that in, in my life. Um, and so... You know, we've gone on that adventure of trying to play Path of Exile and uh, what's the other Grim Dawn and, and, mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And it never like really did anything for me until we got to this one. Um, so, yeah, so I liked it. Um, I, I had a good time even outside of the really kind of story quote air mark. I don't know. 
Um, I enjoy. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Um, put a pin in a couple of things. One, the Diablo two comment, and two, the story. I don't want to get back to those, but yes, Cody, please go ahead. I've played far less of this than you two. I just downloaded this this week and started playing it. Um, basically, right after we finished our last episode. So you guys have been playing it for what a couple months now, or longer than that, maybe. I don't know. Um, I did like it. Yeah, it was. It's fun. I'm I'm easily sold on ARPG. I feel like you know that, Reed. Like I, mm-hmm. I'll, I like lots of skills and lots of trees and lots of customization. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's kind of, it's kind of, I'm into it. I think the idea of this works better in a more cartoony version of it. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but like games like Torchlight, I really enjoyed, or like Victor Vran. Um, Wait, what do you mean? So it's good. What do you mean? Maybe more. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm saying that the right way. Like the, there's more like, whimsy maybe oh you mean like less grim dark mood and more like uh jokes written into the dialogue and not taking itself too seriously that kind of thing yeah yeah because like i feel like diablo does that so like if you're gonna do that like you're doing a diablo like not that this is exactly like diablo you think diablo is whimsical no 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 no. i'm saying diablo is the yeah yeah, it's oh, the opposite like, of that. I was like, what? Who is this monster? <laughs> <laughs> For yeah, me, like, it's that's, whimsical. That's whimsical? Holy right, shit. Which, okay, so this this does segue neatly into one of the pins I gave audio, which was about the story, uh, because we are talking about its storytelling method, the setting, the narrative, the theme, right? It is grimdark. Um, and you're right. Diablo, I feel like, does sit atop the throne of grim, dark fantasy for ARPGs. Um, yeah. You know, there's more than I care to admit in the market for isometric ARPGs, because if you ask me of my personal opinion about it, which I'm, you don't have to, I'm going to tell you, the vast majority <laughs> of them are shit, like absolute unplayable shit. Um, so I have very very strong feelings about Diablo 3. I think it is... I think it is the new face of Blizzard. I think it fits perfectly with what Blizzard has become over the last seven years. I think uh, it is very much just as much their flagship game as what World of Warcraft currently is and has been since they launched Cataclysm. I think it makes sense for Diablo 3 to be the way that it is. And this sounds like I'm giving praise. I am not. This is one of the worst insults I can issue. Um, But Diablo 3 does, or the Diablo IP (laughs) has, I feel like, a really heavy monopoly on Grimdark in no small part due to Diablo 1 and 2 just being, I feel like, break, like, mold-breaking games for this genre, like, for the genre. Because they were not, like, there were a shit ton of, like, isometric ARPGs when those games came out. Like, Darkstone, um, uh, what's the other one that I played recently, or replayed recently? Nox is what it is. And, like, there's a bunch of them that are, that came out around that time. And, like, Diablo 1 and 2 just really did crown themselves king with it. Having said that, there are other ARPGs that I prefer to Diablo 3, that are in the grim dark setting. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that would be this game, obviously. Uh, Grim Dawn. I still fits fits into Grim Dark, even though it's talking about the dawn. dawn the Dawn. Excuse me. It is still Grim. Um, and Path of Exile does fit into Grim Dark as well. And even though the animation, like the the graphics in that game, are like weirdly liquid, and that kind of like is off putting for me. Uh, but it it's still a more pleasurable experience than Diablo Three is. Um, you get much more silly abilities when your game is sillier. And I feel like that ends up being more abilities. Like maybe they're not all balanced. Maybe a lot of them don't work, but I like having tons of stuff to pick from in an ARPG. Right. And I want to put a pin in that because I definitely want to come back to the abilities in this game. But so while we're talking about story, because we did talk about setting and theme and this does like fall in the grim dark category, there's like Victor Vran, Cody mentioned, you know, yeah, that is it's like pretend grim dark because it's very tongue in cheek the whole way. Like you, that's narrated by this super gruff, like gravelly voiced narrator who's supposed to be like just oozing bad guy masculinity, like Clint Eastwood or whatever. And it's, it is so tongue in cheek. It's meant to be so over the top and you're supposed to kind of like, Oh, okay. I'm enjoying like the fact that it's hamming it up essentially. Right. It's like, um, Bigger than big, realer than real kind of a thing, right? Uh, and then Torchlight, while they're like, Torchlight does deal with a genocidal maniac that you're trying to chase down and kill, it very much does not take itself seriously at all. Actively has jokes from like the various narrators and so on. Um, and like you, one of the pets you can have is a head crab. Like, I mean, it's, it's very much intended to be kind of like uh, goofy while also violent. Right. Or like, like um, Chronicon. Yes. That's another good example of a, of a recent ARPG. That is done by one dude. And if you want to support local indie developers, then I recommend Chronicon. There is and will never be online multiplayer, though, because he doesn't want to deal with netcode. So it will always just be like remote through Steam. Um, so anyways, before we get in the weeds of like other games, we mentioned story. Audio, you said you put in air quotes. How do you feel about the story? Were you engaged? Does the story have any replayability whatsoever, or is it stale just one time through, or even before one time through? What do you guys think? It's the most generic story of all time. It's literally it's shown in anime. I mean, like one hundred percent. It is so stale and like. You could bypass the story and jump straight into the procedural dungeon part of it, and you would be missing nothing. Okay, okay, then. Okay, so first you got to decide when you turn on this game, what do you want to do here? Are you trying to get gear and figure out some abilities and just level up and play with your friends? Or are you trying to figure out the story of this ARPG? Because the quickest way to get levels is not going to be going through the story. That's very true. Um, so I will say, I my very first time through, I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the journey. Um, yes, it's absolutely cliche, but I I still feel like it wasn't. It didn't feel played out as I was going through it the first time. Um, I, I still just, was like, okay, oh, okay, this is interesting. I, it's a cool little world, you know. Especially when they talk about like uh, towards the end of the first act. 
when you hear like, oh, so they've been calling these things demons this entire time, but you find out they're not demons, they're primordials. And there's like a set of fallen primordials, and then there's a set of what were supposed to be good primordials, but they're not necessarily good. In fact, one of them is referred to as the one who went insane. And so that's interesting because it presents this idea of not good and not good versus evil in the cosmos, right? But like one Wait, side versus you, another side in the cosmos. Have you never went insane? I'm sorry, pretty, but like it's pretty good. I, I, it's pretty I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, man. I don't want to be that guy. But there's there's a phrase out there. Simpsons did it. All right, Diablo did it already. We, we, it better. Everything about it. Well, like, so kind of right. So like Diablo did do it in this Diablo sense. Diablo with it, daddy issues in the story, man. There's no getting around it. All the kids have daddy issues, and he's a bad father. And then he turns out he tries to be a good father, but J.K. He's actually a bad father. And like, and where is Deckard Kane? Right, where so it's where is Deckard to steer the hero in the right direction? Well, you kind of have like you know the good value brand Deckard Kane, right? Like you do you do have that, um, and no, you also your, like with the blood trail. Your partner is your sister. Your partner is no, that's, <laughs> not, that's not the good value brand Deckard Kane. It's Gurness. That's the good I value know, brand. I know, but you don't get to him till later, and he like comes and goes. But like your it's partner, it, but. It's your sister. Like, what are no, you doing? No, that's not true either. Now? Because, like, like, in Diablo 2, you have to go rescue Deckard. And, like, Diablo 3, yes, you start with him, kind of. Like, you get to him very fast. But Diablo 2, you have to, like, it's a little bit longer to go and rescue Deckard. And same thing with, like, Diablo 1. You don't immediately start with him. Not really. So, it it yes, it happens towards the beginning of Act 2, I feel like. But it's still, like, eh, he's at least referenced, kind of. I mean, they reference like people who he's with. I mean, he's basically with the Haradrim. He's not even but, a like to say he's not even on the same level as Deckard Kane. He's not even a likable character. He just tells you. No, he's not know. a likable character. But I would say he's like, what did I call he's him? A quest oh, he, marker. No, 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 no. He he's the uh, he's the two for one deal you get with Deckard Kane and Tyrael. That's what he is. That's what I called him the other night because that's exactly what he is. Because he's like he's supposed to be kind of an, like an ascended like you are because he can transform like you can. But he's also like the old wise man that tells you how to do things, kind of, that Deckard does. Um, now, I will say, though, it is incredibly disingenuous to say, oh, Simpsons did it or oh, Diablo did it. Because, like, that's not fair. And honestly speaking, Diablo didn't do it first either. Now, if you're talking about in the medium of isometric ARPG, did they do it first? Yeah, OK, maybe, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, it it's not an, a concept that's unique to Diablo. Like, Blizzard North I, I didn't suddenly, like, create get, this idea. That. And, like, more importantly, like, you when you create a world and you give it a pantheon rather than, like, just God, right? Like, when you give it a pantheon, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have a corresponding evil pantheon so yes i'm going to applaud versions of this both featured in um diablo 3 and grim dawn and in this game where it's not a good versus evil thing it is a one side versus the other and there are some people who believe this other side to be good and believe this other side to be bad now i will say the demons quote unquote are probably invariably bad. Like, they kind of wish to suck out the free will out of every living being in order to usher in an era of peace. Because if there's... It's like the movie Equilibrium, right? Like, that's kind of 
I feel like that's what the plot of this game is. Um, but you're instead of having like, uh, well, no, you do kind of have melee guns, kind of. Um, you're just not Christian Bale. But I feel like the story, its biggest sin is the fact that it leaves you where it does. Like all the other things aside about it having weird as fuck adoptive daddy issues. All of that aside, they just drop you off like at the end of Act Three. Like, oh yeah, the story's done. Let's have this exactly no fucking segue into Champion of Stormfall mode. Like, how do we even? Right. Okay, so I, 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 I'm, I'm with you there. But there is one thing that I want to touch about on the story, and this is why I, I say that it just like it takes from too many different things and doesn't really have the story doesn't have an identity. The game has its own identity, man. I mean, like the skills are, sure. we'll, we'll talk okay. about it. We'll come back. Right. There's one part. Okay. Cause you mentioned it basically saying that Gernice, 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 Gernashi, Ganushi, <laughs> whatever his name is. Um, good daddy. We'll call, we'll call it good. Da- adoptive. Good daddy. After you've been in the abusive home. Okay. So like there's a point where you're talking to one of the demon dudes and she, your character literally says, uh, he's talking to you about like what you are. I don't know what you are. And they're like, oh, I'm an ascended. And he's he he literally fires back. Oh, so you don't know what you are because no one knows what the fuck you are because you're not an ascended. You're something else. Or so the story implies. Right. And then you go through like the rest of the story and it, they like they just leave that wide open. That bothers me. Like, I need closure, man. I need to know. Right. Am, and so, am I ascended or am I descended? Right? Like, right. What? Right. Like, up, I, are down, we ascended? Left, right. Are we possessed? Are we some, like, weird version of the Nephilim? No, I am. I, I, I Mephisto. That's what I right. want to know. Am, am I Mephisto? <laughs> um, and I, I understand where you're coming from. And I think I'm going to give Wollstone Studio benefit of the doubt here. They do too, because if you go on, so one of the things I did was they actually have a, uh, a document for press. Um, like, a if you wanted to write a review, like, I guess kind of like we're doing, if you wanted to write a review or article or report on this game, they have a document for you. I don't think it's been updated since blood trail, but it has been updated since the release of the game. Um, and one of the last paragraphs is future of Wilson, which I do actually have a point here. Um, but they talk about how their whole point is to expand the axe with more story. Did they do that? No. And this goes into like, what the fuck is blood trail? Right? Uh, like, yeah. Okay. It's a blood it, trail. It, oh they my call God. it like a story expansion, but it doesn't feel like a story. Like they call it, Oh, this is the first of our new chronicles. Right. And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean exactly? Like, cause it's like, clearly not, tacked on to the story mode you've tacked it on to champion of stormfall mode like yes we meet uh the um good value brand jason stathan in act one and then we never see him again he's cool he's cool yeah Um, yeah, he's cool but like you know we don't it doesn't feel like it's actually additional story it's like oh okay you have one of the jewels that are on like the world map you've suddenly like made them relevant kind of but you didn't really introduce anything else to the new plot so this hopefully isn't supposed to be taken to be act four so instead what is it is it a season well there's no ladder rankings they did do a reset on all of our stuff like i had to go through the story a third time but like there's no actual ladder rankings so this doesn't really feel like a season but they are talking about doing more of these so it kind of lends itself to this idea like okay well in another seven months time are we going to see chronicle two right like is that what 
what what one like what kind of release schedule should we what's expect? happening next yeah yeah exactly like i mean in what kind of continuance are we supposed to assume from this i mean i just want to know what happened to my sister that's the only bond that i made in that whole story i oh i, mean, I bonded with my sister for a different reason though um, i have a problem you brought this up audio okay um I- can't help you. Sir. So Reed might not understand because for some reason he made a guy character, but I you saw me play my girl character. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we have both. Like I feel like I feel like uh, this is just a me thing, and I'm just gonna throw this out there. One in all of my years of video gaming, I have never, when given a choice, played a dude. Okay, because I stand by the long. Uh, I I I'm. Mm, I like the behind view, and I yeah. I mean, I, I want to look at a, a woman. You I know, think, sometimes I think that unless the, the most, girls look. The most missed opportunities is the cheat clapping animation. That is like something when you're talking about a game and you're like, "Oh yeah, we're designing this, and here's the run animation." I don't want to see a side view of them strutting. I want to see it from behind. Clap clap clap. Okay, well, now that all the cards, I guess, are out on the table, yeah, audio brought up audio people, brought up that like, you Gamergate. What? What about Gamergate? <sighs> Nothing. Go ahead. Audio brought up that like, okay, your sister Val, um, has a cup size that you cannot reach in the character <laughs> yeah. editor with your female character. <laughs> yeah, it's and so, like that's a weird choice. And she's a little taller than you can be, so she's just lording it over you the whole game. I mean, I, I do appreciate that they tried to make their characters unique in the way that you can't. Right, like all like of you the can't character customization is very bland. Edric, either, yeah, yeah. Your, your character customization is like super bland, um, very generic, right? Because like their focus, which for me it makes sense for an ARPG, right? The focus is not right. on what your character looks like; it's what the gear looks like as you're going through and getting this randomly created gear. Um, and Segwaying into, I guess we can go into an, our next thing, like uh, the gear, man. Like some of the gear is the, the itemization and and the way that the gear looks and the way that it it interacts not only with the environment but with your spells. Like when you're the gunslinger uh, and you unload your full your your full blah 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 blah, blah like your, your, the way the shoulders <laughs> shake and your 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 shoulder guards actually move with your character. Uh, there are some really nice, cool details with that. Um, I don't know if you guys like have an opinion about that or not. I I really enjoy yeah. that aspect of it. There, are, yes. The, are there, go ahead, Cody. The gun recoil animation. I was playing a character that's using two pistols, and that's the audio's main character too. So the we're just standing next to each other, and there's fireworks shooting out from in front of us. And like the gun recoil animation for each shot is so interesting because you're shooting so fast, but you're like whipping your hands back and forth. It's very satisfying. Yeah, I mean the 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 skills, right? Like, uh, of all of the ARPGs that I've played, even though like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm back up. I don't think that there's a ton of variety of skills in my personal. There are a lot of ways to change those skills and the way that they interact, therefore giving them different animations or whatnot. But the skill is still the skill. But how well done the animations are, I think, makes up for the lack of skills. So we're kind of hopping all over the place here because skills is like a separate talking point that I wanted to get into. (laughs) Um, Well, sorry, boss. Yes, so back to itemization and I guess consequently some of the animations with them. 
Um, yes, I I feel like the animations of you wearing things and of your actions while wearing things, there is very minimal clipping. Um, they're like each action, like whether you're shooting guns, swinging a weapon, sword, mace, axe, whatever, or using a staff to cast spells or using the staff to launch the staff's attacks. The animations feel good. They look good. Um, my issue with itemization as far as like how things look is I think, excuse me, design wise, everything is very stale. Obviously, you can change the colors. They do have a several uh, different kinds of colors. Higher level gear, higher item level gear um, has more color slots that you can add multiple colors to. Excuse me. Um, however, I think like visually speaking, just the design itself of the different sets of gear, um, a lot of the bruiser gear bleeds together. A lot of the heavy gear bleeds together. A lot of the sork gear bleeds together. A lot of the rogue gear bleeds together. The exceptions to this are the uniques that you find. Uh, most of the uniques do indeed look very unique, as they should, right? Um, but I, one of the things I would like to see improve about this game is armor to look different. Um, you know, they give you the ability to zoom in and to see things and change colors and see like great detail in what you look like. And I feel like there's some things like some potential here that's not being tapped into. Um, now granted, really? I mean, I felt like there's a ton of different, I mean, maybe it's just limited to whatever you're wearing, but like picking up the road gear, I feel like there's a great amount of variety so, I mean, not, yes, it, there's a ton of different skins, but if you sat, like, spend, spend, like, five minutes to just get through, if you're, actually, if you're online now, just go ahead and log in the game, and just go through them, like, one by one, and there's not a, it's, like, there are a few pieces that are vastly different on a, we'll say, like, a sliding scale spectrum for, on one end to the other, like, they, there, you do see that, however, there's also significantly more pieces that are so incredibly close together in how they look that it's like, oh, okay. All right. Um, so I, I just, I wish there were different, more variety to like how things look. And it could just be because I'm looking for a certain aesthetic that I'm not able to find and I can't place my finger on it. That could also be it. But I feel very jaded because like at this point, I've gone through all of like all four of the different sets of armor as well as some of like the stuff you get through the Oshara's quest and etc. I'm actually wearing one of the pieces now, I think. And it's like, yeah, okay, this is kind of cool. I have spikes on my stuff. I look like um punk rocker from what I guess to be the 1190s. Oh, yeah. There's one it's like, uh, oh yes, I am definitely an occult leader. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Right. <laughs> I had a Mad Max vibe going on. One of the mm -hmm. cool things though is your Shoulder pads, pauldrons, are two separate pieces, and also your gloves. Yes, that is So you fantastic. can wear different things. If only they did that with shoes. A kid. Yeah, it's no, no, they really should, because, like, that's, like, probably one of the three biggest things you're wearing. So, but in the fact that, like, it's You're one of those only... people that puts their shoes on sock shoe, sock shoe, aren't you? No, no, no. I, I would think you were a mad, <laughs> well, nice madman lunatic if you wore two different pairs of shoes in this game. But the fact that there's not an option is strange because everything else that you have two of, there's an option for. They wanted to make to have, sure like, you could do uh, the Michael Jackson. That's what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, <That's>, wow. <laughs> you really can do that very showing easily. Showing my age here, right? 
or our mm. age, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So visually speaking items, you guys kind of disagree. i personally feel like I'd, I'd like more to be added onto it. Uh, but let's go to itemization as far as actual stuff. No, I agree. I don't think there's a whole lot of different, like of the, of the regular ones. I mean, I'm not super far yet, but this stuff kind of does look samey. Like the unique stuff is very unique, but otherwise I agree with what you're saying. And maybe that's the point. Maybe they're deliberately doing that so that way unique stand out and you'll notice them more. And if that's the case, okay, I'll sit down and shut up. Um, but so let's talk about itemization as far as stats go in this game. Um, and this does kind of tie in a little bit with uh, builds and build varieties. So we can kind of like talk about these things together. Um, so one of the things that like, I'm noticing, and for, I guess, for a reference point, my character is level 78. Um, the highest expedition I can do is 148, and I can't make it to 149 consistently, and I definitely can't make it to 150 in order to clear it and open up 151. Um, so <clears throat> my issue with itemization is I, I'm kind of hard stuck where I am, and I have to do either one of two things. I have to find a very specific staff that will give me a massive damage boost, or I have to change my build. Um, and I don't think I'm dumb, and I don't feel like my build is unoptimized. I feel like for what I'm trying to do, I have one of the optimal ways of placing my points. Uh, so the issue there becomes like, okay, well, then either this build just doesn't work, which is frustrating or I'm just hard, like in a shitty position and I just have to find it like this one item that I need. Um, so I, I kind of want to hear what you guys think about it. Like, do you feel like there's, and I know Cody, you're at a disadvantage because you kind of just got into some of the in-game stuff. And I think we did, well, what would you said it to you earlier yeah. on your one twelve? Yeah, I mean, I'm not there, but like, I get what you're saying. Like, that's my favorite part of games like this is when you get to the point where like, you're really not replacing your gear that often, so you're changing things about it and tweaking all your stuff and socketing everything and finding a build to like squeeze the most damage or the most effectiveness out of something. And I want to get to that point in this game because I feel like I'm good at finding something that is very, very effective, but I am not there yet to participate in this conversation actively. <laughs> What was the question? I kind of just like so like I, it, it's it's around like the how the actual stats on the items and how that plays into build variety and like if the stats on the items are in a good place, should we see more? Well, like should we see more relevant uniques? Should we see more uniques that change builds? I actually kind of know the answer to this question. The crowd answer to this question is yes. There should be more yes. like build I mean, changing uniques. Be more... But like, do we all like? Are we in this position where, like, if you choose this certain build, then you're just stonewalled until you get, like, the legendary slash unique lottery enough times in a row to replace certain items to min-max the fullest potential just so you can continue pushing? Because the highest item level is uh, 187. That's where the expeditions stop. However, 163 through 187 on eye levels will roll the exact same stats. So 163 is the actual cutoff for the highest stat rolls you can get. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of like the soft goal for where you want to be. 
right? Like getting all the way up to 187 is more of just like EP and stroking more than anything, which I'm down to do, but it's just the, the travel to 163 is like, it's, it's hard because you know, the thing that I feel like would help me the most right now would be a Dominion staff. Like that would be the thing that would completely change enough about my build to give me enough damage to where I'm not having to stand in front of some of the uh, champion mobs or the elite packs as I'm having to and can just burn them down quicker. I mean, so like personal, uh, I hate some of the lottery effect of the game, um, especially when I'm trying to like really like narrow down a certain thing for the build. Um, I, I think I have to back up to the way that statting works, right? So like veracity, toughness, agility, wisdom. Um, depending virility. on your... Virility. No virility. No virility. Oh, uh, that's not I one think, of them? I feel like Shit. depending on like what you're, what you're actually going into, um, it feels... It feels like I could put my stats into just about anywhere and it just like has no effect. Um, like, and not to, when I say no effect, like I could go either way, any way with it. And, uh, it doesn't really matter, um, with like how I'm playing, et cetera. Um, and, but, but like branching out from that thought process, it's like once you get into the builds and I'm trying to get specific gear, um, the control that I have over rolling one thing instead of having to re-roll the whole item just is like really fucking annoying for me um which i know like you can increase your chances or whatever you get more of the the different orbs and you know finish more of like the quest stuff uh but like it, it just seems like I, I spend an awful lot of time and grind um, and it's very reminiscent of like any kind of Korean MMORPG and their enhanced system. And it's not something that I personally enjoy, uh, that aspect of it. Um, I, I like, I like, like, this is my next logical step and I need this piece to get to this level, to get to this level, to get to this level. And all of my customization should be within my skill tree. Um, right. Like that's, that's just my personal opinion. Sure. So, like, I haven't played Path of Exile uh, since, <clears throat> not like in any serious sense, since they overhauled their crafting system and made it R more RNG based than what it was. But I will say, I think this is one of the worst crafting systems that I've played in an ARPG. Um, because, like, I, like you said, it, I have very little control. Yes. Okay, give me a staff or a weapon with three sockets and I'll throw in three of the same gym types and cross my fucking fingers. But even then, it's not guaranteed that I'm going to get what I want because it's going to choose one of the nine stats that those gyms offer to potentially right. roll onto that item. And it's like, I don't... <laughs> There's not a lot of situations where it's like, oh, that's exactly what I want. You know what I mean? Like there's I want something specific out of one of those nine. Right. And I'm now, granted certain right now. Granted, certain items like a weapon, for example, can't roll. I don't think pretty sure can't roll plus resistances. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, if it's one of those things was like I put a shadow gym in it or whatever the fuck the shadow gym is called. Um, I don't have to worry about it. It rolling plus occult resistance or plus shadow resistance because that's not possible on a weapon. 
However, weapons like th that's limited to weapons, right? There there are other uh, pieces that you roll that you roll for, um, and then there's the issue of things like gloves and boots and shoulders, and what are the other pieces that I can't think of? Gloves, boots, shoulders. I think it's just those, where you can't socket them. So you're just fucking throwing like the dice every fucking time. And, and it's really annoying and to, expensive. <laughs> like to a surprise to no one, the pieces that I end up replacing the most are my gloves, boots, and shoulders because I can't seem to find exactly perfect or if they are perfect rolls, they're not high enough. Not enough to make a difference. Right. It, uh, it, it, feels, it feels really bad when you get to like like early on, I feel like probably up to where we are now character level wise, like right at 75, you could kind of throw whatever you want on the gear and like is what it is. Like It doesn't really play a huge impact. Um, but now as I'm starting to get into that higher level where like, uh, you know, I'm trying to focus like specifically on my build. Uh, I'm a freeze build and I'm running with the armor that converts the doesn't let me freeze anything anymore, but it converts it into crit, right? So, like, everything I, right. I have is crit-based, and um, the issue that I run into is that, like, all of my gear, I'm getting tons of crit on, but what I really need is, like, to be able to retain rage uh, between mob pools, and I don't have really good ways to do that in the build specifically, so, like, all of the rage transfer that I need, I need to get off of gear, and I'll finally get a piece of gear that has, it'll have, like, It'll have rage transfer, it'll have crit, uh, but it'll only have toughness, right? It'll be a bruiser piece of gear, right? So I want to be able to take that toughness off, right? And I want to roll ferocity or agility. There's no good way to do that. And it's right. just, it, and, and you don't find it on the other pieces of gear like that. It's just really annoying um, for the for the for like the itemization itself. There's definitely like room for growth there uh for the itemization. Um yeah, that's really all I got about that. I, I just find it really annoying that I spend, like, I'll log in and I'll do a couple of runs and then it's like, okay, now I've got to spend half an hour rolling gear and maybe this will be a, an upgrade once I get the right stats on it. Nine out of and ten. And of course, like, bad. the counter argument to this, if someone wants to play devil's advocate, the counter argument here is that, well, that's part of the grind. You know, it, it is a loot grinder item. Like, okay, well, sure, it's a loot grinded game. It's an ARPG. That's what it's supposed to be. But at the same time, it's like there is a balance, right? There is a balance where it's like, yes, some of this should be left up to RNG. Some of it shouldn't be like I'm not proposing that you have it be like D3 where I can selectively say this is not what I want. I want to take this off and just reroll this specific affix for something else. No, I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is that I have more control over my chances of getting like explicitly what I want. And like actually Chronicon does this really well. Chronicon lets you like you have something that rerolls everything and then you have to choose to lock in which ones. And once you commit to that, there's no take backsies. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's, that's actually one of the best systems I've ever used, I feel like. Like the game is like pretty simple but the abilities are vast and the, like what you can do with your gear is mm -hmm. very well thought out right there are certain implicits that your items will have right um in chronicon where it's like okay you'll never be able to un like unroll these and the same thing here like there are certain implicits on the items like for 
uh, rogue gloves, for example, the implicit is the bonus agility. Like you'll never be able to roll that off because that's a white affix. Like that's an implicit modifier. Um, now my rogue gloves, for example, happen to have 24 toughness on them because I want tank stats um, because like I clearly struggle to survive despite the fact that I have 60 plus percent resistance to everything. I think I have like 75. Yeah, I feel cultist, like the resistance like, does nothing. <laughs> I mean, it does. Yeah, like It does things because like I can take hits to the face, just not three of them very quickly. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but kind of getting back to like more things about build variety, do you guys feel like you have unlimited options with your build? I can Not tell unlimited. you there are two main meta builds that everyone's like, you should go this if you want to build a clear 187, no problem, and your items that matter. But they're like, other than that, do you guys feel like you have somewhat of a wide open choice here in what you can build? Y- yes and no, right? So like... At some point during your tree, there does become, like, really only one, like, you can really only go this way or go this way to get, like, your end result for your build. Um, At least that's how it feels playing a ranger. Um, The, mm, so, like, Cody, Cody kind of, kind of, like, touched on it a little bit when he didn't realize that you could spin your attribute tree around, right? So, like, you put points into something, and... You can't get that bonus because you put points into something that's not connected to the other stuff, um, which makes sense. I'm not dissing that part of gameplay. It's just like that in turn basically means that there are always going to be builds that outperform other builds. Um, and it, so like what I really wanted to do when I played my gun person is I wanted to be like I wanted to be kind of like how your person is where you have all of the different ailments. But I wanted to do that with a gun build It's not really possible. Uh, like you can get there, uh, and you can make it happen, but your damage will just be so incredibly low that it really, at the end of the day, you're just pretty lights, right? So like, as far as build viability goes, not so much. There are just, there are some builds that are just like way infinitely more to that point. Like I want to be an auto attack. Like I just want to auto attack and see how much damage I can pull out of that. That's what I'm doing now with my electricity for that. But it's annoying because there's a piercing that gives your shot. There's an ability that gives your shots piercing, which is on one side of like the three circled constellation grid or whatever it is. And then there's a ability that gives your shots bounce, but it's on the opposite side. So like, even though you could turn them, like you still have to be on two opposite sides. So the viewers at home aren't going to be able to see what I'm going to like show you guys. But to give you an idea about like, I understand your pain like a hundred percent because this is what my tree looks like. Um, but there's to me, the reason why I'm able to go in ailment build is because my primary ability does more damage for each different ailment and ailment stack. Right. So like, that's why I went ailment builds is because the way infinity blades work is I do more damage with the more ailments that are on there. Not every ability has a modifier or not every skill has a modifier like that. Like I, that's specific to infinity blades. I know the blade storm ability has it. Um, and I assume there are others, but I haven't really played a ranged character. So I don't really know what those abilities look like. Uh, but that's the only reason why I can get away with doing that. Um, there, 
I feel like the way damage is dealt to you in this game, you can't really get away with doing a dot build and relying on your ailments themselves uh, to do most of the damage. Something damage the way damage is dealt to you. Maybe we can expand on that because sometimes it just feels like I'm getting hit by things that I have no fucking business getting hit by. Um, that's a that's, you also sorry, have like literally zero flag. points in the toughness. Like you were the textbook that's not definition. True. Of- I have I put I rerolled I rerolled and I got I went into the Alistair tree, which has a whole bunch of dodge stuff in it, and and I have two hundred and seventy five points in the toughness, sir. It is buggy though. I like have twenty one thousand earlier- health. <laughs> And I just get deleted. <laughs> I mean, like, you have about 2,000 more health than I do, but I, I have more toughness than you do. I guess you have, like, more health nodes or more health on your gear, because I yeah. think I have a couple of Sork pieces that I'd need to get rid of. You probably um, have a big force shield here, right? Uh, Yes, but if you don't, if you're not, that's the other thing, too. Like, the way the items are titled, thing. I feel like, is very misleading. The fact that they call pieces sorcerer pieces or rogue pieces, just because you're going a build where you're using magic or you're doing roguey things does not mean you should wear those pieces of armor. Like, there's nothing that says you should do that. Um, if you're not planning on doing anything with your force shield and making, like, specking into the trees that make it better, then you have no business wearing force shield um, at all. Which... I have hmm. several pieces that give me force shield that I could be wearing something different and improving that. Um, like my boots, for example, are Sork boots. Like I could do something better than that, I feel like. Uh, I feel like a but, poison build is very enticing. I, I mean, like, yeah, there, there's... So that's the other thing, too, is... I feel like focusing on, I, th- I think I loosely mentioned it, this to you when we kind of started talking about it because you were wondering, like, I think you would ask me, should I be getting a bunch of different elements or the same type? And I, I said the short answer is the same type or at least stay inside the same tree, right? So like with um, specifically with material damage, which is physical poison and rend, there are two different nodes you can get. One that converts 50% of your physical into poison. Another one that converts 50% of your physical into rend. Now, what ends up happening is if you have both of them, then you don't do physical damage on your weapon anymore. Um, it gets converted entirely to rend and poison, um, which is pretty neat. It allows you to put up those two dot stacking abilities and kind of focus around doing those material types. Um, so you can kind of get away, I feel like, with, with doing those things. Uh, as far as, like, the statting goes, because we didn't talk about this. We just kind of, like, loosely talked about, like, how you have ferocity, toughness, agility, and wisdom. And if, you, if you're listening and you've never played this game, that means nothing to you, right? So I'll tell you that ferocity... Actually, let me back up and just explain it this way. Every stat increases your damage by the same amount. Like, every stat will boost your damage by, what is it, 0.1%, 0.2%, something like that. Um, it used to be when the game first launched that whatever you had, whatever stat was your primary stat, which is what you put the most in, that would boost it by 100% of whatever that base value was, whether it's like 0.1 or 0.2. And then your secondary stat would boost it by 75%, and then your third stat would boost it by like 50%, and then your fourth stat would boost it by like 25%. 
So it was kind of staggered. They have changed it to where all of them do it equally. So you, it gives you, I feel like, in my opinion, more build variety in that sense. However, mm. there is no reason not to make ferocity your primary stat. Like there, And if that's not what you're doing, there's no reason not to make a crit build. Doing a crit build is typically the strongest way to build. Um, it, it's just like, why, why would you not do this? Uh, like with... Ailment chance, um, you can get away with having just a little bit in there and getting enough nodes to which are percentages based or whatever, and maybe getting some on your items to make it make uh to like to boost it up. But like I smack things enough time that I never have problems applying any of my ailments, and I am based around doing ailments. I'm also based around critting because of how Infinity Blades works, but I feel like there's less. Like, I've never seen someone put all their... I mean, I, I haven't read every build ever, but, like, I can't imagine someone putting all of their points into toughness and that being the build. Where, like, you're just so much fucking health, but you still do so mm -hmm. much upfront damage and you rely on, like, your other skills or auto-attacking or something like that, or, like, thorns to, de uh, to deal damage back out. Um, I, I don't know. I just I haven't seen anything like that. I Although know, I would be interested in making a thorns build. That could be kind of fun. Um, I, I was feel going like, to, but I feel like it'll take forever to get to the yeah, point no, where I would do it with like viable. I would do it with a character I already have. And like, I, and I would do it after I farmed all the gear I needed and just change into it. Um, I feel like agility is largely worthless and I'm currently specced 50, 50 into toughness and agility. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, it, like, I mean, my improved spell casting speed is 45.5%. I obviously hit diminishing returns. I could take some points away from this and probably not see actually no, I don't think you get that on attack speed and casting speed. Anyways, like I, I don't feel like I cast forty five point five percent faster. Um, yeah, I'm I feel sure like there attack is speed like is very, like it just. So at one point in my build, between like stats and like on hits, I'm supposed to have like a ninety percent attack speed bonus, and I never felt like I ever actually had that. Like. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like playing Jin in League of Legends. I always felt like I had a reload mechanic, and I'm just <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting for the reload to happen. I'm like, nah, it does. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It You're does. right. It, like, it, it's like okay, I'm I'm fake reloading now, even though like I could summon you can arrows, shoot five shoot bullets. Gun. Yeah, it's just like I can shoot five bullets out of a out of a gun that um, its original design was to shoot one and then reload with you know uh, gunpowder and wadding. But whatever. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then, like, I'm just reloading all the time. Every, every like, it's like, but, 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 reload, blah, 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 reload, blah, 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 reload, blah, blah, blah. It's just, ah, it just feels so bad, man. Take away the yeah. reload mechanic for bows and guns. That's what I want. No matter how many shoot shots you can fire, or how fast you have to, like, reload after, like, five of them. I yeah, will like say it's it's not that there's a reload, right? Because it's not limited to the fact that you guys are using ranged weapons. It's it's every weapon does this. Every weapon has a cadence. Um, that's why the skill Mastered Arms exists because it changes how your fourth. Uh, I have shot that. Or fourth it sucks. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm saying that's why that exists, and it's also why like Infinity Blades, Wrath of. Uh, Bopeth and why other skills like that have modifiers that say it adds an extra combo onto it. It adds another chain onto it because 
you attack in rhythms of uh, it's a waltz typically i think it might be in quarter time but i think it's in waltz time where it's like one two three one two three one two three one two um let me actually do it oh let me actually do it now one two three are you waltzing are you are you waltzing right now I mean, I was seeing if I if that's how I attacked, yes. But I also have the thing that gives me another attack, yeah. So I have four attacks, I think. One, two, five. Yeah, Man, we five. try to have a podcast to do that. No, 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 this is good it's, content. It's, 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 yeah, it it's might be nice. Science. Fuck you. Like, do you know how many times I've gone to the Wilson Discord and asked a question, but like, you know what? I can just fucking test this myself and just like gone and done that because one, it's what I fucking do. Maybe it's. That's like, what I told you about joining that Wilson Discord, though. If you don't speak Russian, you're really going to feel out like. Like an outsider. No, almost everybody in there speaks English. What the hell are you talking about? If you weren't already confused about what we're talking about, you sure as hell are now. Um, No, everybody in there. You're not even a member of it. You don't fucking know. Everybody in there speaks English. Everybody. All of them. Every single person speaks English. That speaks uh, German or I think I've seen, I think it was Danish or Norwegian. Um, and I've, there's definitely some French because this is a French studio. But most people that I've seen interact with have been speaking English. Okay, comrade. Um, it's our <laughs> game. Um, so to wrap up build variety, I will say one of the cool things to me about this is how many different skill modifiers there are, how many you get to use at the same time, and then also like the Gate of Fates passive tree does kind of... Now, there are some nodes that I feel like are fucking worthless, um, but it does seem really interesting, like how a lot of things can synergize together that I think is really cool. Yeah, it's just like... So I, I say we say a lot of things, but like I feel like that's the whole thing. It's like there are a lot of things that could synergize together. They don't necessarily in practice, but they could. And maybe down the line, I'd like to see another wheel, personally speaking. I'd like to see. Yeah. I love a node tree. I love that yeah. kind of thing. But the skill upgrades, like the points you get for your like actual abilities to like augment them, I feel like those could be like the augments could be more outrageous. Like they're pretty mild for most of them. Like I want, agree with I want at some point, I want to be a witch blaster. And this is a class that I'm making up off the top of my head. All right. And so witch blasting, it's the gun build, but instead of bullets, I shoot ravens out edgy and the ravens pierce the enemy and they explode. You have that with the talent thing. No, those are hawks, and they're air, they're they're freezy hawks. It's oh, not, it's okay, not the same. okay, okay, okay. So is, is one of the things? Can you change the element type on the freezy hawks? You can, but it doesn't change the the. Uh, but, the but, animation. but let me let me finish. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Is one of they're the element pros. types you can change to shadow? No. Okay, well they should add shadow, and then should also change the way it looks into ravens. Yeah, not a well, lot you, of lightning. You should work for them. That's an annoying thing too. You can change your like abilities element or like abilities effect power instead of being physical. It can change to like elements or all the occult stuff or whatever. But you can't change most of the ranged gun like bow gun abilities to electric, which is annoying. I was gonna say well, like it might be isolated like there to just was a bow skill. and gun because there's a lot of my abilities have like the ability to be lightning damage. 
Yeah, um, I yeah. think that is kind of how it is. And that, that because originally when I first started playing and Reed was telling me about all of the different things you could do in the game, I wanted to play a fucking like an a, like a, a gunslinging lightning. Like I wouldn't be Palpatine, but in the Wild West, you know what I mean? Like that, that was, I just wanted that, but it, it, it didn't happen. Okay, well, uh, good yeah, to know because that's what I was trying to do. So poison like it there, is, and boys. I felt like there was a thing that like, it converts whatever other, like if your your primary weapon is frost, then it has a percent chance to convert that to lightning damage. But it's a, it's not the 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 item You're itself. About like, like, a, like something inside of the gates or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It like it does. It's not like so. Let's say you use your gunslinger's brand, and that's set to toxic damage, right? And mm-hmm. it inflicts toxic ailment. I felt like there was a gate thing that took the toxic ailment and gave it another chance to cast like chain lightning, like a chain lightning type uh, thing inside I mean, of it. I don't remember seeing anything like that. I know that physical has the ability to turn into other material types. And then I know there is one in the child of fury. I think that's what it's called. That section will convert, I think up to 30, it's either 30 or 45% uh, physical into fire. Um, I don't think there's anything like that for any of the other ailments though. Missed or, opportunity. Uh, elemental types. It is a missed yeah. opportunity because I think more of that should be there. Or that imagine just prevalent. like Gunslinger's um, brand, but it's Chain Lightning. Oh my god! Oh, I would have so much fun. I am Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> it would never stop. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Unlimited power. Because like I, I did when I played Diablo, I was I was a Chain Lightning sort, and like Chain Lightning and Frost Nova, I would alternate between the two, and like Frost Nova was also teleport in. Do 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 do. All right. Moving on. Chain lighting. It's just like, all right, let me just send this out there and I'll wait for it to kill everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will say, like, after quickly looking through the skills, there are a lot of range skills that do convert to lightning. Gunslinger's brand, however, just happens to be one of the two or three that do not. Um, No. Incorrect. There's, like, a lot of them that don't. So Death Gears, a real gun, naturally does lightning, so you don't need to convert it. I'll uh, use that ability. Okay, Adventure yeah, Auto Turret clunky. can be converted into lightning. I don't use that ability. Havoc Orb can be converted into lightning. I don't use that ability. He doesn't use any of the abilities that are actually for a ranger. He uses a, <laughs> he uses Gunslinger's brand, and then he uses the giant axe thing, which is not it, that not its intention. He's like, what? I would like to throw out four lightning axes <laughs> because I I am unique. I am a snowflake. <laughs> Talon shot can be done into lightning. And then phantom blades, because I think that's the ability yeah. you're talking about. Phantom, phantom blades, blades can be done into lightning. I don't know. Hey, Cody, okay. hey, Cody guess what? I guess must what? just be using you're all the wrong abilities. I'm just wrong. trying to play this game wrong. I <laughs> mean, I haven't had to, to attack anything. Okay? I haven't had to attack uh, anything yet, so... Next as week far as, like, your actual, Cody. like, aggressive abilities, Gunslinger's brand... Stings of uh, Kriri I'm using and that wailing and wailing arrows. Those three abilities cannot be converted to lightning. The rest of them, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, all three of those you said. I'm skill. using. I haven't used it yet, but there's a there's a modifier on the wailing arrows that instead of it being like like an area effect and it just drops down, it actually goes forward. Like um, it's not very like good. I tried to use no? it. No, oh, that's it's hard to get things in the path because you don't know which way it's gonna go. Like it drops down like a big rectangle and then moves through the rectangle. 
but the path that moves is very small, so it ends up only hitting everything once. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Never mind, change my mind. Don't want to do that. So, I will I mean, say though, the abilities that for like to Cody's point, the abilities that he does use that don't have the ability to be lightning, they do have the ability to be either fire, uh, fire or frost. Which, if you wanted to be semi multi ailment, right, and you wanted to stay inside of the elemental tree, you could do like uh, one of the Oracle of the Trinity build, but as a ranger. Because you could get like ancient fervor where it's like you gain accords based off of what elemental damage you just use. So skills that inflict fire damage give you um, 20% bonus damage. Skills that uh, inflict frost damage give you a 50% ailment chance score increase. And then skills that inflict lightning damage give you a 50% crit score chance increase. And you can have one up at a time by default, but you can spec into making it two. And then there's like two other big nodes that you can get to like um, elemental skills can trigger spells based on their damage type um, or inflict an elemental explosion around you when your health or or on your health or force shield when you use a skill with a low willpower gauge. Maybe um, I'll just be fire or poison. So like there there are other opportunities, right, to synergize with uh, to wanting to do lightning, but also doing like your main skill, not doing lightning. Right. Um or yeah, if you wanted to do fire, there's a tree specifically around doing fire. Same with poison and same with rend. Well, kind of rend. Um, so yeah, so it to I feel like that was good on uh, on build variety here. We've been beating around the bush a lot, and this will be like one of our last topics uh, about the current state versus where you'd like to see it going. We, we've all three of us have kind of said some future improvements we would love to see in the game. You both mentioned like adding a fourth wheel um more unique items more like and ha- letting them have a larger impact around style of play what are some other things you would like to see this game kind of have in its future state in its future state um let's see pvp you're a special brand of toxic all right i am i want to i want pvp right. um i'd like a ladder um, I'd like magic find to work. That would be cool. Um, I feel like it does work. I feel like, I'd I like- feel like <laughs> we haven't really talked about it though, but like this, okay. The game has a lot of really cool things already in it. And there, there are probably a lot of things, but for, for what I would like to see is a lot of the bug fixes. Um, yes, that I agree the, with the game does need a still- lot of polish. It seems like every time they update, uh, they they drop a hot fix with bug fixes, more bugs pop out, which maybe that's just the nature of the engine, or maybe it's just the nature of a small studio and not really having, um, you know, like a ton of experience with the engine. I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't want to talk about anybody's like skills, like their, their resume, so to speak. Um, I'd like to see a ladder. I'd like to see more acts. Um, I'd like to see um, mob changes uh i'd like to see like more different skinned mobs um mob variety variety. yeah and uh, i'd like to see bigger mob density um so like one of the things is that that kind of like irks me is like there are times when like you get a mob you walk into an open area so like arpg like even in procedurally when you walk into a big area you're expecting a big pack and it's like four or five like little mobs that pop up um I I don't like that feeling. Like I yeah. get that it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be random or whatever, but like 
it's just some of the mob packs are like ridiculously small, especially for like the amount of do the amount of damage that you end up doing. A lot of the skills have like really large area of effects. Uh, and I just I'd like to see that. Um, I'd also like to see more than pistols. I want shotguns. I want yes, please. I want fucking dual wielded sawed off shotguns. I want more. I want more gun skills. Obviously, yeah, like, more skills like in general, like double really the abilities. Skill and it is. It is. Look, if you haven't listen, listen. I'm gonna get real close to the mic right here. If you're playing this game and you haven't played with Gunslinger's brand, do it. Go right now. Play it. It is. It is so incredibly fun to just. It's the most you, satisfying you ability. Everything and then it just like when when she not only do the not only is there jiggle physics involved with that when those bullets fly out you you are you are a crusader for the Lord okay <laughs> you are fuck these demons and these cultists and these spiders and these things yeah. that and these bees and these bears and these tribal people. I am a crusader of the Lord. I like that you can shoot all the bullets at everything real quickly, or you can shoot 10, 15 things at once, like your freaking Tom Clancy splinter cell up in this bitch. <laughs> so I will say, like, I, I definitely agree with you guys talking about, like, there needs to be more skills. I feel like the, the class that suffers the most from it, though, are, like, the warrior skills. I feel like there's not really a true primary skill for the warrior builds to use. Like, I mean, yes, you have, it's either the, like the, the Kratos build or nothing. Cause I mean like blade storms really only get you so far and no one wants to sit there in a whirlwind all day. That shit's boring, but you don't have like a good melee based skill. It's like, okay, what is, what are my rage dumps? Anvil's woe. That shit sucks. Hell, half the oh time my when God. I use it, I Anvil's can't fucking hit anything. Is... <laughs> So like Evil's Woe, <clears throat> I really should have just made a character named Griswold <laughs> and and Evil's Woe. My way, because like you do no damage, you're fucking useless, and you just wah wah wah. <laughs> none of the like just none of the melee skills really feel that good. I feel like yeah, it's um, true. It is true. I mean, like the the chains of Bopeth or the wrath of Bopeth, like uh, you you we level together. You know, like that was one of the things that I used yeah. for like a good fifty some levels. And I mean, like that felt okay, you know. Oh, but it's like it got else. stale really fast. Um, with the uh, with range abilities, I, I feel like there needs to be something different or other than gunslinger's brand to give you something equivalent to like a whirlwind shot or whatever the tornado shot. I think they call it in, um, in path of exile, but something that makes you feel like you have a good, uh, spray. I, I think there's um, a way too, that you could like clean that up too. It's, it's another thing that they probably should work on. Um, the animation lock and, uh, the, the delay, uh, as well. Like those two things, if they could clean up, if they could take some skills out of the animation lock, I wouldn't mind a delay between using them uh, like it is now. It's but not so much like, like it's just it's it, not so much the things should take out of the animation lock. I think things should cancel. I think if you use something like a movement skill or evasion or like a dust crowd, that should cancel whatever you're doing. It shouldn't stop the whatever rage or willpower that you spent to have used that skill, but it should be an animation cancel and that should override everything. 
Because what's the point of having a bailout skill if it doesn't override what you're doing? Right. Yes. I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they need some auras, some abilities that don't require a specific weapon to use. Um, More weapons. uh, I mean... What weapon? What weapon do you think... Like, I'd like to see a Chakram. That would be cool. That'd be cool. What else? What other weapons? Yeah. I haven't played with melee weapons or whatever sorcerers use staffs. I don't know. They, yeah. We, so, they like, use yeah. staves or you use a melee weapon or a gun plus a catalyst. A, like a rifle would be good. A shotgun, like you said, would be great. Um, I'm sure there are all kinds of things. Imagine dual wielding sold off shotguns with gunslingers Brando. Like that is an opportunity. I don't care if if all you add is shotguns and the fucking the 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 audio that goes with that. Can you just yeah. imagine? Give me a mid range <laughs> gun with a wider with a wider shot. I would love that. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we covered a lot on like where we would like to see the game going. Um, definitely like a fourth ring or more skills in general, like in the in the skill tree. Um, or more like uh, conversion of damage types. Um, more skills, I feel like, is definitely one of the biggest pain points. I personally would like to see the story finished. Um, I think adding another two acts will kind of go a long way to giving them yeah. opportunities to add more biomes, which would allow them to add more monsters. So that way you get mob variety that like we talked about. Um, more weapon types. Okay, I could see a rifle like or, another major or like city too. sawed-off I shotgun. I think keeping Stormfall as a hub is fine. I agree that we should go to another major biome, right? And we have like a hub inside of that biome. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that needs to happen. Oh, um, I know another thing. I'd like a new aspect to uh, aspect of the apocalypse form. So, I, God, I actually forgot to make this a talking point and we're kind of low on time. The aspects of the apocalypse it, are it. worthless <laughs> after a point. I think they need to scale with your items better. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I am like pure, <laughs> I am pure as shadow. Yeah. We use and pick, pick each other up. I am pure as shadow and occult, but mostly shadow based damage. Um, and I have a lot of like bonuses to occult the Ather damage type, like form of apocalypse that you can do. Like I don't really do. And in fact, I don't think I do more DPS <laughs> with that one than I do with the rend one. Right. Um, and so it just feels like these forms, like after you reach a point, like really once you get past like uh, Expedition 100, they don't have a point anymore. Like you're not fucking killing anything with it. You're using it to save your skin, like in a, an oh shit button or to revive mm-hmm. somebody in your party. Um, I feel like that needs to change. They need to be made worthwhile. Uh, and and also, yeah, adding more forms would would also be cool, but they definitely need to be made worthwhile. I don't know if this is a me thing or not. And because I, I wanted to bring it up before we got on the podcast, but there is a when you go from uh, your your apocalypse form to your regular form, there's like a huge delay where you're just sitting there waiting for that yep. animation to happen. Yeah, devs, if you ever listen to this, if you fix that and make that at least a little bit more seamless, uh, it would it would give it more playability. Like I would. I wouldn't mind being in a group of four people and running around like as a bunch of demons for an extended period of time. Um, I, so like, but like this, as it is now, it's a cool like story mechanic and it's cool for picking up my dead friends. But outside of that, it, it has no, it has no use whatsoever. Right. 
And it's also interesting that one of the in-game things you unlock is the is to get your fifth form. And then one of the other in-game things that you unlock is to make it last longer. And it's like, by the time I was able to get my fifth form, it had already lost its purpose. Correct. And, yeah, like, not, and I haven't even bothered form. making the thing last longer because I don't fucking care. I want to get the other things that I care about. Yeah. Um, which I would like to see more nodes as like a closing point. I would like to see more nodes added. And I imagine the Chronicles will do that because this one added some more. But like more than just that. Uh, I would like to see some more things. And like, I, the, honestly speaking, there's so many things that we could talk about, about like the improvements this game needs because it is still young. It, it's a very infantile game. Like it, it's, and they don't, oh, that's the thing is like, they give me some items, alienate. give me well, some it, sets that, that change abilities. Give me some don't items that change abilities. Base, right. Cause like that yeah. was one of the things too, that I think people are, are kind of getting like upset spaghetti about. It's like the game releases, it releases with a ton of fuck, like, like game breaking bugs. And there's still game breaking bugs in the game as it is now. Don't, the latest patch. Don't jump to the list. All of them. The, no, there's all the still, game, still all the game breaking ones have been fixed. Mm, you did not play rage today. Pretty, not generating you, rage is a pretty game breaking. No, I still have moments where I just don't generate rage at all. Um, that must be new then. No, because Cody had the same thing. Uh, no, no, I'm happening. saying like that must be new, is in like today's patch or yesterday's patch or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but um. There, there's there's just there's so much there's so much potential which kind of want to I, I mean are we ready to like end because like I want to know if you guys think that if this will ever be the successor uh, to in an ARPG where it's going to be up there with like Diablo Path of Exile I don't I'm sorry I don't consider Grim Dawn to be up there like I just never until you told me about it I'd never heard of it before. So, like, I don't consider that one to be up there. But Diablo, Path of Exile are very, very popular. You also don't follow ARPGs ever. Like, um, right now, like, if you if you run in the ARPG circles, the three primary ones that are talked about are Path of Exile, Grim Dawn, and Diablo 3. Uh, with the newest updates that Wilson is getting, it kind of gets mentioned as well. A lot of people did come back and check it out. Um, I don't think that the dev alienate or the devs alienate their player base. What I think they do is they're very bad about communication. I don't think they actually alienate them because they don't say like, oh, well, fuck you. Um, they just, Nobody they are, says that. that's not true. There have been devs that have said that. Like, well, who, who was it? The guy that, uh, whenever EA was developing, like whichever battlefield was like, if you don't like it, don't buy our game. Said that at a press release. Um, and it's like, okay, maybe not what Was you should say Is that about the microtransactions that we are talking Who about? Who fucking knows? I don't care. <laughs> um, but like, they just don't communicate that well. They do say, yes, we're listening. And they are listening. They do actually listen. All of the stuff that gets mentioned, they do take a catalog of it. I remember when the game was in beta, they had a Trello board that you could actually go see. Um, so like they, they do pay attention and listen. Um, I do think they are probably hitting like a roster boss, so to speak. I feel like, uh, 60 developers is not, is not a lot. Uh, if you work in any kind of coding environment, six people is not a lot. My department, um, this whole company is 60 developers. My department is 550 developers and there's another department that's as big as mine uh, at the company i work for now, granted the company i work for is a fortune 100 company so it is a difference in scale um but it's like it 60 people is not a lot to be writing a lot of code for a video game it's just it's not like shit takes time um so yeah 
Uh, and I mean, like, we can keep going, I guess. It's just like, it, we're, we're, I think this is a good place to stop. I think we've, if you listen to this, I hope we have made you want to play because it's worth the money to buy it and check it out. Um, if you're super tight or super, then only play for, what is it, 10, 20 hours, 10 hours? You can get enough of a feel for the game. I two feel hours, like in five hours for Steam? Oh, two. Two. Oh, okay. Two. Well, fuck. If you jump straight into the Champion of Stormfall, two hours is you, enough time for you, you to decide. You can't just jump straight into the Champion of Stormfall. Oh, no, you, you can't. Un- You're right. No, you have to unlock that, which is actually one of my biggest gripes, is I don't think the story has any replayability at all, and I hope when they come out with Chronicle 2, they don't make me fucking play through the story again. <sighs> Shit is stupid. <laughs> the fact that I, like, playing through with Cody, that was my fourth time, and I fucking hated it. That shit needs to be skippable big time. Like, if I've done this with three different characters, which I have now, like, I don't need to do it again. Ever. Ever. I'll come back to it when you release Acts 4 and 5, or however many you plan on releasing. Once that is done, then I'll go back through it again. That's how you really feel. That's how I really feel. Okay. Um, No, I don't believe you. Get out of But I do recommend this. I do recommend this game to people. If you like ARPGs, I 100% think it's worth the money. Like, I, I, I... you'll yes it'll take you more than two hours to like get a feel for it but i a hundred percent think it's worth the money if you if you like this genre um i think it's the prettiest arpg out i think the skills look beautiful i think the biomes look beautiful um except for the they, fog biome that that shit can suck a dick fog biome where it's just like all foggy in the forest oh yeah okay fair <laughs> That one, it's just like, okay, what am I even doing here? Because, like, <laughs> uh, you just have to wait through it. But, um, oh no, that, that's how I feel. I don't, do either of you feel different? Would you recommend this? Yeah, I mean, if you want to play ARPGs, play this. It's pretty good. I'm going to, I'm going to jump on, I'm going to slightly, I'm going to go the other route here. So I said a lot of good things about this because as a person for me, I like playing this in short burst. I do not like, playing it to the extent of super grind. Um, I think that the grind does get like really, it gets really repetitive. Um, I think that's our age showing though. Cause I feel that that way about like, and you get punished, you get punished for failing. Like if you zone out and you're not paying attention, you do get punished pretty hard, um, with some of the mechanics in the game itself. Um, but I personally, it's not that I don't recommend this. Okay. So I recommend it. If you're looking for something to sink time into, because that's the only way you're going to feel rewarded. Just like most ARPGs, you have to put the time in to feel the reward. If you're looking yep. for something to just play, yo, man, like uh, there's a, there's just, there's other games out there that are just right. Diablo pretty. Three has new seasons every three months. Go play that. Yeah, I mean, so like there there are just other games where if you just want to play casually and still be like broken as fuck, you can definitely do that. Um, you have, you have to kind of commit to this game. The other thing about it too, is like for me as a person that likes to interact with people, the limit of four people in that, that coding is kind of still like wonky. Like there's tends to be delays, even though like Reed and I both have like really strong fiber connections. So like anyone that connects to us as a, as on the, as a server host shouldn't have that too many issues other unless they're having like DNS pathway issues. Um, but like, it's just like. If you want to play by yourself, knock it out. But if you're looking to play with people, this is not the game, personally speaking. Um, not something you can consistently jump into. 
I think I it could know. be. I think it. I think it. It I'm, could be. I'm not saying it couldn't be. I'm saying in its current state, absolutely, it's not something. I mean, you gotta want it, bro. It's 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 like a beef Wellington. You have to want that to, to get make it. it. Yeah, like that. I mean, like be... it's one thing to have a beef Wellington made for you. It's a whole other thing to cook it yourself. You gotta. You're Correct. right. You gotta want it. You gotta want it. What about you, Cody? You're you 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 have the least amount of time out of all of us, so. I mean, do you? Want yeah, it? play it, play it. I mean, it's beef, not the best. There are other things that are better. I love to eat a beef Wellington right now. Fuck. Sounds good, right? Yeah, oh, we're hungry. <laughs> Long recording right. session. <clears throat> well, that's all for tonight's episode. As always, thank you for joining us, and please reach out to us on Twitter at this isn't a debate. Or email us at thisisn'tadebate at gmail.com. Additionally, we just launched a Discord server, and I'm sure you can guess its name. DM us on Twitter or in the emails for an invite link, and because uh, we're not big enough to be discoverable yet, we do plan on doing community events in the future as well as some mm-hmm. occasional live streaming to the Discord server. Uh, so thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace!